inspiring stories, practical applications. Doing ministry well. All right, everyone. Well, thank you for checking into another episode of Doing Ministry Well. We are in Kailua, Kona right now, and we are on the University of the Nations campus in their brand new uh, dining facility. So that's why you're going to hear a little bit of background noise. Um, it's been a difficult challenge to find a quiet place. <laughs> um, but yeah, we're, uh, we're here with Joe Ferringer. And uh, Joe, thanks so much for being on the show. Yeah. Oh, hey, it's a pleasure. Uh, Joe, something that I really, really appreciate about you and uh, is really funny is that every time we get together, you are just such an encourager, and I can't help but cry uh, every time I'm with You're you. You're so sweet. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I'll try to get this interview over without uh, shedding any tears, but I, I can't promise. If I, if I do, that'll be the first for this show, so we'll see what happens. But um, yeah, Joe, tell me how long you've been in ministry. Uh, well, I've been in ministry and missions actually for 40 years. All right. Amazing, yeah. That is quite <laughs> 40 amazing. years. But I started when I was about four, so you get okay. an idea of how old so I am. There you go, yeah. there you go. Um, what are you currently doing in ministry? Um, right now I'm working with Youth with a Mission, and I work with the School of Biblical Studies, which is a nine-month school. And we read through the whole Bible, study the Bible in depth during nine months. This is my 10th year of staffing that, so that means that I... I um, take turns with the other staff teaching through the different books, um, grading homework, mentoring students, uh, instructing people in the inductive Bible study method, and do that all day long for nine months. Wow. And it's a great privilege. It wow. really is. You've been doing some traveling and teaching. Uh, you just got back from somewhere and you're headed out pretty soon? Right. I um, just came back from Perth. I was working with their Bible Core course uh, in the YWAM base there. Okay. And it's a three-month course. I spent about four weeks with their staff and students just as an encouragement and support. Oh, I taught a week. I taught a week on Romans and taught a week on Revelation. Okay. Um, and then in April, in just another month, I'll be going to China for about three weeks. I'm teaching um, two weeks at a Bible core course in one city and I'll be doing Genesis and Hebrews there I think. Okay. Interesting combination. Yeah. And then I'll teach another week in what we call a discipleship Bible school in a different city and I'll be teaching a week on the Gospels and uh, how we see Jesus in the Gospels. Excellent. So keeping busy all over the world. Um, yeah, in your 40 years of ministry, what would you say is the highlight of your ministry? It's difficult to pinpoint one specific time because I, I, what I'd have to say is the highlight always is to see our students succeed. Mm. Um, I've really been devoting my life for the last numbers of years to students and imparting to them something about, you know, a little bit at least about my love for the Bible mm. um, and how to study inductively, laying the foundation for the rest of their lives of Bible study. Mm. And it's so gratifying, really, the ongoing highlight is when students get it. Mm. Um, you can see the lights come on in their yeah. eyes and the Lord touches them as they read his word and they, they have their lives transformed because of what God is doing. Huh. Um, and every time I see that happen, that's always a highlight for me. So year after year, I have lots of highlights. Oh, that's great. That's great. Um, yeah, in that time, uh, what's been the biggest struggle and uh, how have you overcome that? I think one of the struggles for me, I mean, you always have the financial aspect is sure. one thing. Um, but that's, you know, you just deal with that as part of part of the lifestyle that God's called us into, I think. The other thing, though, is feeling like I'm never good enough. Mm. Um, I came into the SBS feeling like I wasn't academic enough, uh, feeling like I didn't know enough, feeling like I wasn't a good teacher. I wasn't feeling like I wasn't like everybody else in the staff. 
um, that I just didn't fit in, that I didn't have what it took. Mm. You know, just real feelings of failure and not being enough. Mm. Um, and that's been a, a difficult thing that I've seen other people struggle with as well. Mm. Uh, so I don't think I'm the only one, but it has been something that's hit me at different times in, sure. in hard ways sometimes. Yeah. You know, I'm just not good enough, mm. you know? <laughs> What, what's been something that's, that's helped you continue? I mean, you've been doing ministry for 40 years, so yeah. you've really had to battle with that uh, feeling of not feeling good enough. What's something that you really feel like helps you overcome that struggle? It's uh, really an ongoing thing, and, and it really has been the Lord speaking to me hmm. about not being afraid, um, about being who I am. You know, He's called me to be somebody different yeah. than the other people on our staff, the people that I work with every day. Right. Uh, he basically gave me this word counterpoint, which is a second melody hmm. in a piece of music. Hmm. So it's not like, it's just being somebody different. And, and I was bringing something different into the school that I'm working with. Yeah. And it didn't matter if I wasn't like everybody else, didn't teach like everybody else, wasn't an academic like everybody else, but there was something different that I was bringing in. And that's been a real encouragement throughout this season hmm. um, that it, it I don't have to compare myself with somebody sure. else. Yeah. Um, I can do what God's called me to do and do it to the best that I can mm. and recognize that He's the one that's doing the work any, anyway. Mm. Um, it's His strength for His glory. It doesn't have anything to do with me. And, you know, again, that whole idea of in my weakness, His strength mm. is made perfect. Yeah. So I love Second Corinthians for that reason. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so kind of the bulk of the show here is we're just trying to um, ask people that have been doing ministry for, for a while um, three practical tips that you would share with our listeners on how to do ministry well. What would those three things be? The first thing is um, just show up and don't give up. Mm, that's good. Um, that's the biggest thing, I think, because no matter where we are in life, there's going to be obstacles. There always will be, whether it's personal obstacles or professional obstacles, whatever. It's, there's always going to be obstacles, hardships, um, sometimes afflictions, actually, you know, trials. Yeah. Don't give up. Mm. That's the biggest thing. And, and if you can just endure, um, that's been kind of my ongoing thing, don't give up. And that's something the Lord spoke to me as well. And related to that is actually don't be afraid. Mm. Um, and because of the personal struggles that I've been through, um, don't be afraid to be different. Don't be afraid to do what, what God's given me to do, even if I don't do it in the same way mm. um, as other people. And the other thing is don't neglect a relationship with the Lord. That's been the thing that has really helped me through everything is maintaining a personal relationship. Um, so that I, because I keep meeting Jesus as my shepherd, as my comforter, as my encourager, um, as the king, as the one who's sitting on the throne, that means that I don't have to be afraid and I don't have to give up. Mm, that's so good. So, yeah. Was that two or three? That, that was, was three. three. Yeah. All right. I was just caught up in yeah. the goodness of what you're saying. I, I stopped counting. So, uh, yeah. Has there been anything that's been inspiring you lately? Any books or resources or just conversations or? Yeah, all of the above. We yeah. just finished a week with um, a guy who came in, a historian who came in to teach Matthew. Um, so we went through the resurrection today, and that's always, always inspiring. Sure. So plan to go back to um, dwell on that a little bit. My quiet times. The last couple of days have been in Isaiah 30 and Isaiah 53, kind of really different chapters about um, just God speaking. And, and there was one really cool thing, it's in Isaiah 30, 
um, where he says the teacher will no longer be um, will no longer leave you you will see the teacher mm -hmm. and if you if you pay attention you'll hear a voice behind you as well mm -hmm. saying this is a path walk in it and, and there's something about those two senses you know I'm going to be able to see the teacher and I'm going to be able to hear the voice mm -hmm. um, so I've been thinking about that and I've also been thinking in in first Peter and in second Peter um, just about our call to ministry and, and laying down our lives. Mm, so so good. a bunch of different stuff. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's so good. Um, yeah, would you just mind praying for our, our listeners before we, uh, before we end this interview? Oh, I'd love to. Thank you. Um, thank you, dear Jesus, that you are always so very faithful that when I look back on the years of ministry and just my years of life, I recognize your faithfulness every day, every year. Um, even every decade, Lord, that's something that is not, it can't be replaced. And Father, I pray that for any people that are, that might be listening to this, but I pray especially for Jim and for Jess as well, um, that they would have a sense, that you guys would have a sense of his presence, um, that you would recognize his faithfulness in the big things and in the small things, um, that he is faithful. There's no reason to be afraid. There's no reason to give up because he is with us. Um, Father, I pray that you would make that a reality to each one of us, that your presence is what keeps us going, which, which gives us courage, and which fills our weakness with your strength. Thank you, you're such a gracious and faithful God. Amen. Amen. All right, got out of there without crying, so thanks so much, almost though. Joe, thanks so much for being on the show. If you've enjoyed this episode of Doing Ministry Well, you can help us out by rating, commenting, and subscribing on iTunes and sharing this podcast with your friends. Check out the podcast notes to find out more about today's guests and other resources mentioned on this episode. To find out more about Doing Ministry Well, check out our website, www.doingministrywell.com. And if you have any questions, comments, or suggestions on who we should interview next, email us at doingministrywell at gmail.com. To find out more about me, your hosts, visit my blog at www.jimjessbaker.com. That's www.jimjessasinjessicabaker.com. All links are Amazon affiliate links and help us out when you make a purchase through them.